0: clear When you're a guest in my home
2: Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We are in the backyard, which is always, for me, a personal thrill. It'll never stop being a thrill. I'm never going to take it for granted. We're not on Zoom. We're in the backyard. There's an occasional bird chirping. What a day I'm having. What did I do? Ah, I've washed the dog. I've, you know, I sat Just kind of floated around the house for a while Considering lunch options I eventually ate an egg Uh, A van almost backed into me On my way to get coffee And that leads us to now We're here, we're in the backyard, everyone's safe My heart has steadied And I'm thrilled about today's guest It's Brandon Scott-Jones Brandon, welcome to I Said No Gifts Thank you so much for having me I I feel like now that I know the story Behind the coffee that I'm looking at right here (laughs) i'm I'm very grateful you you are alive. It was maybe the most dangerous drive of my entire life. Oh, no I'm not kidding i'm The drive is five minutes away uh-huh. and the amount of dangerous driving that I witnessed today was like something I've never seen before it you were seeing like a large
1: amount of it. that's what you're saying. Like you were seeing like it was happening repeatedly over and over, and every over again. every driver, yeah.
2: was doing something different and off the rails in a way that it felt like a personal challenge.
1: Yeah. I have a theory about that. I have a theory that want to hear
2: it. that one person
1: starts that chain reaction. You, I I've, was thinking this. Yeah. Please, uh, okay, no, go no, on. Yeah, it's, it's basically <laughs> I'm somebody I lived in New York for many years and so when I came out here I was a very anxious driver. You know, I hadn't really driven since I was a teenager and so I was sort of always hyper aware, hyper conscious of everything going on behind the wheel and on the road and then when i feel like anytime i would see somebody making an aggressive move it would send me into a frenzy and i could imagine (laughs) that if anybody else was like that on the road then it would just be like this chain reaction so like you're seeing so much of it because of one one person having a bad driving
2: right it's i i can't quite remember how the atom works but like when an electron bounces off and it creates some sort of chaos within the (laughs) molecule or what have you. I was, uh, yeah, I was, as I was driving, I thought maybe it's the first driver of the day that sets the mood. Maybe the first driver of the day did something incorrect. Exactly. And it all led to me, or (laughs) maybe I'm a bad driver and all of those people are now telling their loved ones. Right. This guy was all over the road. He was too slow. He got in the way of my van it's, uh, but I'm not going to accept blame. And no, don't, don't. Because this van, as you mentioned, almost backed into you. Right. Okay. And it was a professional van. It wasn't just kind of a van. It was, the driver should have known better. But you could tell, despite it being like a business's van, there was already a huge dent in it. and Which leads me to believe yes. that driver, their time at that company is probably limited. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, or the company supports it because he's still driving this damaged van. Right, right, or that's sort of like his Scarlet Letter. <laughs> don't forget it. Don't forget it. <laughs> hey, what's her name in Scarlet Letter? Is it Hester Prynne? Hester Prynne. Yes, yes. I was going to say Pristine, <laughs> that's, which honestly, is a great name. Great name. for all of them. Pristine. Pristine. <laughs> <laughs> my, this is my daughter, Pristine. No, Hester. He's kind of the Hester of the Vans. Yes. Have you ever driven a van? Uh, I, I
1: did. I've driven a van. Well actually the last time I drove a van I got into a head on collision. What? Yeah, in New York City.
2: Tell me about that. Well, those. it
1: it was I was it was uh, I was moving. Okay. I'm uh, moving apartments and um I had decided that I didn't have enough stuff to warrant me hiring a moving company, Mm -hmm. and that sort of led into I didn't have enough stuff to warrant, I felt like, at the time, having any friend help me. So I basically was going to do this by myself. Oh, no. And so I got my U-Haul van and i remember very specifically them asking me like do you want the insurance and i said no <laughs> and i walked out <laughs> and then as i was walking i was like i haven't driven in a long time i mean again the gear in new york city and i rarely would drive um Little so i walked fan. back in and i got the got the insurance and I moved my stuff successfully, and then I was on my way to return the van, and then boom, head-on collision, totaled the U-Haul. How fast were you going? I, not very fast. I was stopped, and I had pulled out, oh, and so, and okay. then this other car. It was. It's a no-fault state. Um, what
2: does no-fault state mean? I think. I don't know other than— <laughs> Don't bring that up really... <laughs> on this podcast if you don't know exactly what we're talking about legally.
1: No, I'm so sorry. I, all I know is that the state of New York did not blame me. Okay. Um, I can't—I don't know if the, if the other drivers blamed me, who were fine, who were fine. In fact, I was so, so scared about it that I remembered that they had, you know, just by— like a protocol that they called like the uh, ambulance oh my god ambulance (laughs) called ambulance ambulance Um, (laughs) that's how they say it. where I'm from Uh, and uh, but then they were like taking my blood pressure just by again protocol and they were like sir you have got to calm I was so concerned about the other people who were absolutely fine but I was so <laughs> concerned about them that they were going to like have some sort of like internal bleeding. They were like, "Sir, if you were going to pass away right now, if you do not calm down, my blood pressure <gasps> was so high." Oh yeah. my god! Yeah,
2: what were they driving? Another van? No, they were driving an uninsured vehicle. Oh,
1: but it was and it was very old and a small, large, smaller, oh, smaller okay. than mine. That's why I mean, like the head-on collision. I was surprised that, that the vehicles got got totaled, right? But thankfully everybody was okay and sent me into like a real real mental mental funk for a of while. Of course. So yeah. they must have been going at probably regular road speed. They were going at regular road speed and I was I was making a left turn. Here comes Brandon in the van. Yeah, here comes Brandon in the van screaming, which is like my resting <laughs> <laughs> my my resting mode when I'm driving.
2: Yeah, what was I mean, I'm always curious when a friend or someone gets in a car accident, I always want to know what what did you say or what was your in, immediate Uh, reaction upon the crash i was
1: i I was listening to glamorous by fergie (laughs) and i just glamorous situation so glamorous driving a a u-haul a rattly u-haul and when i happened it happened so quick it happened in like slow motion the airbags went off and it was this weird thing where like you're sort of just sitting there and you're in this moment and then you just hear like g -L 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 l a M and you're just like oh no <laughs> that so that moment was really subverted by by whatever emotions that was <laughs> I just remember I, I it echoes in my brain whenever I hear this
2: it's like a sense memory now when of I hear course. that song which oh. I hear all the time because I do still love it <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible whenever I'm listening to a song that I'm like a guilty pleasure song or mildly embarrassed in the car mm-hmm. I'm very aware of if the car flips yes and rescue services come and this song is blaring out while my body unconscious <laughs> is there this is going to be a very strange situation for yes. everyone yeah wow and that's as close as uh, i've heard that uh, that's happened wow what a yeah. thing i know but uh, you must feel closer to Fergie. I do. I do.
1: In a lot of ways, she was, um, <laughs> you know, I think there's near-death experiences, um, and her voice was very present for that. <laughs> so I, I do conflate that
2: with what I can only assume are angels. Uh, absolutely. Fergie's your angel. <laughs> Fergie's my angel. Has v- Fergie ever driven a van? That's my question. I mean, I feel like
1: there was probably a period of time where Fergie was in heavy into van culture. <laughs> Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, she's kind of 100%. talked about it openly that like there was like a dip, like there was her Christian music trio, I think right. it was, and then she had that song "Wild Orchid" was the name of that she band that she was in. She had that song "Follow Me." Oh my god, it was so good. But
2: then I feel like she went away
1: for a while, then became back and and was Fergie with the Black Eyed Peas. And I feel like in that in between period, there was some van van stuff 100% happening. Hundred
2: percent in a van, mm-hmm. seeing the country. Yeah, Will I Am stumbles across her in this van and. <laughs> Yes. Mate. I feel like all of those people were probably driving a van at some point, and probably met while in vans <laughs> yes. in a parking lot somewhere. Exactly. It's a very, very like '60s vibe that the Black Eyed <laughs> Peas formed around. Wow. Well, this who would have thought that that van almost backing into me would have led to this revelation?
1: You never know. God bless. God bless. You, <laughs> know.
2: Where are you? Oh, where are you coming from today?
1: Where am I? I'm coming from uh, Silver Lake, okay, in Los Silver Angeles, Lake. California. What,
2: what did you listen to on your way here?
1: Oh, I'll tell you. I listened to Meatloaf's. So I will do. I would do anything for love. What is happening in your car? <laughs> it's it's not. It's not pretty. It this is, is chaos. It, it is chaos. Just wait till you see me like go through a drive thru <laughs> It's like the same thing. Like, I the easiest way I could equate like my driving music is also like drive through food. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing just satisfying. Any actual it's satisfying, but it's there's nothing of any value.
2: Right, but my brain but feels me.
1: good. My brain feels just incredible. Like you're on coke at all times, a hundred percent. And I listen to the same song over and over and over again. So like when I when I'm like on a kick with a song, like I will just play it constantly Mm -hmm. and constantly and constantly just absolutely grind it to dust just grind it to dust to the point where like the it's the lyrics mean nothing anymore (laughs) like i heard like david fincher as a director like makes actors do like a thousand takes until like it just gets to be nothing and just very very simple and commonplace Mm -hmm. and it obviously works because those movies are good but i feel like i do that with music (laughs) that's you you and meatloaf yes me and meatloaf yeah meatloaf is now just sunday dinner (laughs) It,
2: how did I mean, are you a Meatloaf fan or
1: am I a Meatloaf fan? I, I, why you're basically the I feel like the root of this question is why were you listening to yes, that I, song? Because that does feel like a real choice. I, yeah, it does. It does. I think I'm a real fan of songs that start. And have like motorcycle noises. In them. <laughs> um, you know, like uh, you know, there's a couple Michael Jackson ones, you know, maybe the, a shangri la uh, song. Maybe a Shangri La song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that they're really, really cool. Um, and so I think I was just thinking about that today and I was like, oh, this one feels it feels like a motor. I have no desire to ever ride a motorcycle. I just like the sound of it. On on screen, and then I mean, I guess when you said when you asked if I was a Meatloaf fan, I mean, obviously, like towards the end there, he was getting a little dicey in terms of his mm-hmm. um, socio political views <laughs> that I clearly did not agree with, and wondered why he held and held so publicly. Anyway, but I know that when he passed away, I was like really for a moment, I was like, oh, Meatloaf, Meatloaf, yeah. I used to, but that song is like a constant for me. Like I have a friend. I remember when I moved to New York City and I was like eighteen, and you could like go into bars and so forth. I remember, like my, f- I we would like play a song on on like their jukebox or whatever, right, right. and I would always play that song, and like the groans that would come <laughs> from not just my friends. But like the people at the bar, like
2: they'd be like, "Oh
1: God, why are you playing this?" And I'm like, "All right."
2: I feel like if you're in a bar with a jukebox, that's fair play to yeah. hear that uh, meatloaf is on the menu. Here, that's
1: the thing: a jukebox is saying, "Play me." Yeah, 100%. does that make sense? It's not like saying this is. There's no jukebox for songs we don't want, right? You know, it's like that. though, no, don't put it on. You control the jukebox. They could have removed meatloaf from that. Uh, those options. They absolutely could have. They absolutely could have. And they could have truly
2: participated a meatloaf erasure <laughs> on that jukebox, and they absolutely did. He's a juke, he is the soul of the jukebox. He is any artist that has a song that begins with motorcycle noises will eventually end up in a jukebox. A
1: hundred percent,
2: and they should, right? Of course, it all makes perfect sense. Yes, put a put a motorcycle noise at the beginning of every song. Now you brought this up; it sets the mood in such an incredible
1: way. Motorcycle noise right into my heart will go on. <laughs>
2: that would be so good. <laughs> oh my god. Just the rumble. The rumble. <laughs> the harp or whatever. Every instrument. <laughs> There's really no song that wouldn't be better because of it. Truly. I really like that idea. Have you <laughs> ever driven a motorcycle? No. Do you drive a motorcycle? You ride a motorcycle. You, I think you ride one. But you have to get a
1: license to drive it, right? R- license to, to ride. ride. <laughs> license to ride is, <laughs> is truly like, like the Nickelodeon bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> license to ride you just like a 10 speed mountain bike a 10 speed (laughs) mountain bike mom Just like gave also me ride feels so passive <laughs> you
2: know what I'm saying yeah it's not an active thing to do no no ride. no ride ride but to drive I feel you need a steering wheel yes
1: or at least uh, yeah you're having some command over the direction of the vehicle
2: right you don't have the handlebars yeah but, but you a, ride a roller coaster you don't drive one uh, I mean I would love to <laughs> put drive, me at the wheel a of a coaster. roller coaster and I'm <laughs> yeah. hitting the gas baby oh yeah <laughs> 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 roller coaster should have steering wheels and so should motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I would love a motorcycle with kind of a bus steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, they also have like windows on the side and, oh. on, the front, <laughs> and on the front. Maybe additional seats. Additional seats. Uh, stereo, uh. windshield. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I also feel like most cars should have a bus steering wheel. That's a more fun thing to do. Kind yeah. of the...
1: Twist the bus steering wheel specifically, I think, is a fun steering
2: wheel it's the, the most fun it's I the closest say. we'll ever get to like an old like pirate captain ship, <laughs> yes <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying, and it's kind of uh almost twisting the lid off of the Jar situation. Mm-hmm. It, it has a little bit of everything for it, everyone. It really, there's something for everyone. With and the yet, bus we only out. let bus drivers access it. Exactly. Also, which I think you have to have a specific license for. Then I hope so. Yeah, that's a large vehicle. It is to just be going 70 miles an hour in something that carries what? 50? <laughs> 70 miles an hour on a bus. Don't tell me how to drive a bus. <laughs> oh my also, god. Also, let's talk about speed. Yeah, no, let's do it because how I think fast they could FU go above 60. <laughs> Wait, was, was speed? speed Speed was about going faster than the speed limit. Or than they, the speed. They, I think speed was about yeah. Speed. I would love if it was. You have to go under twenty five. <laughs> you have to go over to under twenty. And just like hordes, of like enraging the people of Los Angeles with like <laughs> the slow public transportation. You can't hear any of the dialogue over the sound of horns beeping. <laughs> yes. That's exactly. speed three. Speed three is. Keep it between 12 and 25 (laughs) in Los Angeles. That seems more dangerous to me. It absolutely does, because the people that would come
1: for you. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, then it becomes like an assault on Precinct 13 situation, (laughs) where it's just like (laughs) militias are forming to take down this bus that won't stop,
2: but won't go faster. (laughs) It can't stop. It just has to move so slow. It is scary to see a bus on the freeway. Yes, it's. I mean, especially like a city bus, or you know, like occasionally you'll see a tour bus or whatever. It's like it makes sense. You got to get cr- get across the country. But when I see like a Los Angeles city bus on the freeway, I'm wondering what's happened.
1: Yeah, you're talking like a like a like a commuter bus with stops and so forth. Right, not like a coach
2: right. situation. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean. And then are people pulling the little rope on the freeway? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'll just get out here. (laughs) Exit 14, please. Drop me off on the shoulder. I'll be fine. (laughs) 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 Oh, buses. The thrill, the mystery. The thrill and the mystery of a bus. The (laughs) fireworks. Well, Brandon. Yes. We have to move on. I have to discuss something with you. I think... I. Have to imagine you came here today knowing that this would be a topic of conversation. Um, right. The podcast is called "I Said No Gifts." Mm-hmm. The listener knows that. You know that. Our producer, Annalise, knows that. I assume the president knows that. It's mm. kind of all over the globe. We have a helicopter, which I mean, yeah. They probably know that. That's probably why they're... I can't imagine there's anything else going on other than them signaling that they know about the podcast. Also, have to have a license for that. Yeah, I I hope so. (laughs) I would love to be a hobbyist without a license. Yeah, just like a casual (laughs) chopper (laughs) flyer. Well, their voice needed to be heard, and they've been heard. The helicopter's been heard. You come trotting up my driveway, Mm -hmm. holding a little bag... Very cute, cute bag. It says, hip, hip, hooray. Right. Uh, Some thick tissue paper, I'll say, inside. Almost a leathery tissue paper. That's Gelson's quality. That is gorgeous. Yeah. So this, you're saying this came from Gelson's, the most expensive grocery store on the planet. Yes. Uh, They charge about $40 for a gallon of milk. They do. Um, But it's great milk. (laughs) It's not. That's
1: the trick of Gelson's. I I disagree. It's sweeter. It's creamier. It's thicker.
2: It's a meal, basically. I'm eating and drinking when I have Gelson's milk. <laughs> you are chewing your milk when I'm you go che- to Gelson's. Exactly. I uh, I will publicly say that everything at Gelson's can be purchased at Ralph's. They don't have you know like it's not like a, a Whole Foods or a Sprout situation or a, I've never even been in the most expensive grocery store, which is the Farms. What's the, oh I was gonna I thought you were gonna say the Air One. Oh, of course. How do we forget Erwan?
1: I mean, I live right across the street from Erwan, and it has become like a casual, like, oh, just got to go
2: get some sugar, and then that's another <laughs> 25 bucks. It is like, it is the most expensive. Apologies to Gelson's, but Erwan is almost out of the grocery category for me, where it's now just like I'm going to the luxury goods store.
1: Yeah, no, there is something about, about Erwan that's sort of trying to tell you—
2: Come on, this isn't a
1: grocery (laughs) store. You're not wanted here. No, you're not wanted here. There's like an advertisement right now that's sort of like part juice bar, part grocery store, part runway. Oh! I know, doesn't that make you want to die? It's a, I think it's not an actual Air I think it's like a DoorDash ad or something. Oh, okay. So, Air
2: doesn't want to actually be associated with, but part runway. They're not stepping in to stop it, so. No, they're absolutely, and it is hanging up right across the street from the well then they know they know there's blood on their hands that is a uh, big air One is very aware wow yeah so air One, okay separate category and look at uh, but you start talking about grocery stores with me and i need to express my opinions please gelson's is a ralph's that just is more expensive <laughs> interesting maybe a little bit cleaner
1: i would say cleaner i mean i've been in some dicey ralph's and
2: ralph's can get a little dicey but it is more thrilling it is. I mean, if you want some late-night cookie crisp... Oh, and you know I do. You're going to be able <laughs> to gotta find it. To you to Ralph's. You've got to go to Ralph's. But uh, now my opinion is known. Gelson's, come for me. Do whatever you want. <laughs> but, but that means that this tissue paper probably costs about $17, mm. and that's fine.
1: It looks so thick. It, it does. I, I mean, I have to be 100%. I think that maybe the, um, the correct way to use it is not just grab the entire pack and just wrap... <laughs>
2: in your car quickly again another thing happening in my car um, um, it is it's gorgeous and but all that aside i have to ask yeah is this a gift for me um
1: it it is
2: and, it is okay do you want me to open it here on my podcast or do you want me to do it in private and you know a secluded bathroom As behind secluded, closed doors
1: um definitely not a public bathroom um <laughs> this is a private bathroom gift no i think you can do it here in fact i mean like i'm i'm curious to know what you would you would okay. think. I mean the packaging is so lovely and it is
2: truly a very cute little bag mm-hmm. and we should get it's into it. It's reusable too. I'll be reusing it. Yes. That me. is kind of the end goal of this podcast yes, is it's to just... <laughs> just gather expensive gift bags. For future use at parties, weddings, baby showers. <laughs> yes, so, yes. and this is a nice one because it's kind of for any event. Hip hip hooray! There's no birthday. There's no happy wedding.
1: This wouldn't be a funeral one, but I think that's well. It depends on whose funeral it correct, is. Correct. It
2: always depends on whose funeral. Funeral gifts. Do we give them? It doesn't matter. We've got to. We've got to move it. on. Tissue crunch. And that's a th- I'm we're talking about thick tissue here. I'm not kidding around. Yeah. It's the full thing. We're pulling it out. We're pulling it out. It's getting stuck. It's getting stuck. Okay. Okay, we're. Wait, what is this? It says, okay, so it it's a what I'm currently looking at, listener, and we'll discover as we move on. It's kind of a soft box that says. Hemingway, but not in the way of, you know, an Ernest Hemingway. It's H-E-M-I-N-G, capital W-E-I-G-H, as in way. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Oh, I think, well, I, I believe that this
1: is a single yoga block.
2: I've never even heard of a yoga block. No,
1: and honestly nor have I until I recently I, I I was I couldn't imagine where one would use that.
2: Right. Um
1: but you can like um I think you can like rest your hands on it. Okay. Um, and and yeah, you can yeah, you can put maybe your, your knee. And I think the company Hemingway, I'm <laughs> guessing only based on the name is sort of like hemming your weight. You know what I'm right.
2: saying? Like, there's a bad pun at work here about body weight. Yes, or, something and drunk like, authors. And right. <laughs> it's more of a literary. That's my more
0: hope. of a
1: literary thing that I'm frustrated with, which is I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> yeah. What? what
2: does The world of Ernest Hemingway have to do with the world well, of he was yoga? Notoriously fit, <laughs> yoga freak. He was a yoga freak. <laughs> That, yeah, he, the two things he loved
1: so much, yoga and just endless amounts of gym.
2: <laughs> um, okay, how did you find this thing? How did it come across your life?
1: Well, um, I, you know, was st- stressed out about finding a, a gift for oh, you. I can't
2: imagine that being a stressful situation N- in any way.
1: No, it's never stressful. Um, but this one time it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and this came across because I, honestly, it was, um, kind of recommended to me on, on Amazon. Oh, do you do yoga? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I, I own a yoga mat. Okay. But I put my desk chair on top of
2: it. <laughs> the perfect use. Is yeah. it to keep the desk chair from slipping and sliding?
1: It's to keep it from making like rolly noises and oh, anything like right. that. Right, during yeah. Zooms or during what have During Zooms you. and what have yous.
2: Okay, so was that purchased on Amazon? That was also purchased on Amazon. Okay, so that information was fed into the algorithm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you purchased some Hemingway. Yes, I think that Hemingway is the brand of.
1: Oh, no. I, oh. I was thinking about literature. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Read me?
1: No. I don't read <laughs> What am I going to sit down and open up Old Man in the Sea What did he write that I believe so I believe he did God <laughs> I mean I literally That was like the, the bottom of the barrel Me scraping That's being, impressive What else would he have
2: written He wrote um, Oh that's, that's the Adventures only of Hemingway In: Sun, also, sun also, rises. also Rises The only one I've read is The Old Man in the Sea Was it good It's a good book read it later. I read Everyone it, it post college Yeah Have nothing to say Nothing bad to say about Mr. Hemingway Gotcha. Um, Nothing you, bad to say. You about You haven't it. read it.
1: Have not read. I mean, like maybe I have read Hemingway, but I feel like I have right. to have at some point, right? Mm,
0: Did he write? A chance.
1: Who wrote the ki- uh, Who wrote A King in King Arthur's Court? A, wait, a Yankee, a, and... Yang- a King in King Arthur's Court, um, which is a very anticlimactic. <laughs> <novel>. <laughs> I don't
2: a know. Connecticut who wrote Yankee
1: that. and that... Um, a, a Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court was that to me. Dark- I twain maybe that and maybe mark you know twain, what it,
2: because you just mentioned another mark twain novel what was it you said uh you said huckleberry finn oh yeah that's mark twain you know what can
1: i tell you something i think the entire time we've been talking about ernest hemingway i've been thinking of mark twain that's a there's a big difference there is <laughs> and i've been kind of referring to hemingway as a big drunk but i think mark He's twain like, was the drunk ooh, and i'm I about to tell you that ernest hemingway's real name was samuel clemens but oh, i think no. that's mark twain <laughs>
2: Now the information's coming together for you. This, was right. a, this is for clarity. Yes, the connections are being made. Hemingway, I can assume was a drinker. I feel like any author, any yes. male author from at any point is probably a heavy drinker. I think so. There's some horrible, annoying tradition of you drink and write, which is yes. kind of bothers it, it, me it, it, yeah, it bothers me too uh, no, the I, whiskey I, the. You mm-hmm. know, the stupid little glass of whiskey next to your typewriter or what have you. Cigarettes. Yeah. yeah get over sort of it. Depression that sort of thing really doesn't work for me. The aesthetic doesn't work. Yeah. What are we talking about? The you, linen suits. You the linen suits. My gosh. The lack of air conditioning. Just a sweaty, weird-looking man How at his typewriter.
1: Warm Tennessee Williams must have been writing all of his plays.
2: <laughs> you can feel the warmth in any Tennessee Williams. Well, the, that's the thing the is that
1: like a, the way you mark a bad production of um, any uh, Tennessee Williams play is if you
2: can't feel the heat on the stage. <laughs> so. uh, okay, but back to sorry. Yes, so gift. you had purchased a Hemingway brand yoga mat, I believe. How recently? The, um, I've got, I mean, I, well, I guess I'm
1: actually going to say within the past like four months, okay. simply because I had been away for a while and I came back and I couldn't seem to find my previous yoga
2: mat. Right. And then, but you've given up on it so quickly. It's already under the desk chair. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, uh, it's. Were you
1: doing yoga before? no i well i hadn't done yoga in many many years and then i went on this um retreat okay earlier in the year in in january this like health retreat that where was it it was in um malibu malibu okay In malibu and it was sort of like this like seven day stay overnight hiking oh. vegan um live off the land right uh Fitness, all that stuff. I really felt like I was. Um, I really wanted it to be a um, a recharge, a restart. It was like a I, transformation. A transformation. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I wanted. I mean, like <laughs> I was expecting to walk away with with abs, and um, but no, I did it from like the second to the ninth of this year. Okay. Oh, an immediate like yeah, New was, Year's. Yes, new it was me. sort of like that was what it was. I was like, okay, I'm gonna like just like recommit to health right. and so forth. Um, and I did yoga there and it was quite nice Mm -hmm. though. I really did find that, um, it was the type of place where they really encourage you to do a good job with the yoga, but if you're not, they're happy, just like sleep. And so I think (laughs) maybe I was like sleeping with some relaxing music and thinking, wow, God, yoga
2: is great. Now, did you go to this thing alone? No, I went with uh, one of my best friends. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't just like a thing where you have to suddenly meet a bunch of new people. It was that, okay. but I, she and I did it together. Okay. Yeah. Did it feel like going to
1: camp? It did. It felt like a really, um, like, bougie camp. Okay. and not. To, uh, and that's the easiest. But it was also really hard. It was one of the most challenging things I ever did because basically you would wake up at 5.30 in the morning and you would go and you would have breakfast and then you would like lotion up your feet and then (laughs) (laughs) fill up your bladdered backpack Uh and then you'd go on these four and a half hour long hikes. How long, how far of a distance is that? Great question. I don't know. I might have climbed to space at one point. (laughs) Like I, it was, I've never been so, um, winded in a, in a, in a, I mean, it, it was like almost like facing adversity, but by the time you would finish the hike, you looked at everyone around you who had also done the thing, right. whether they were in various states of, of health, um, and was just so deeply impressed that we all did this thing together. <laughs> and the entire time you're up there, you, I really think to myself, like the only thing keeping me going is the fear of like dying. <laughs> like I was, and I'm hiking in Malibu. I'm aware. I'm in the mountain, the, the Santa Monica hills. mountains. It's, you think they're gentle. They are, they, they keep going. The thing about, the other thing I hate about hiking, I realized, because I've never really been an outdoorsman. The other thing I hate about hiking is that it's so inefficient. You know, if the goal is to get to the top, why do I have to like zigzag my ass All up? There? Right. Those
2: always bother me. What is that called? A switchback? You're a hiker. Uh, Let's just say I've hiked. You've hiked? I've hiked on occasion. Oh, my (laughs)
1: God. I mean, good for you. Good on you. I mean, like, it's gorgeous. Like, I'll show you the pictures of the stuff. Right. But it was, my God, one of the most difficult challenges. And I think these people who run the retreat are so good-hearted and believe so deeply in the work that they're doing. And I love that for them. (laughs) However, they're like, they keep telling me like, oh, it's not, that. <laughs> they're like, it's not that bad. Oh, it's no, not that's that. not a nice thing to say. I know. And then they're like, it's not, you know, it, the rest of it's really easy. Right. And I just kept fe- feeling that like they were lying to me because <laughs> yes, it might be easy for you, but you're talking to somebody who is, um, you know, lives in cities. And... They do
2: this as a job. Yeah. And they're doing it frequently. Yes. Whereas they're bringing these vacationers. Yes. And it's not easy. Right. Like, I mean, I think it would be the same. It's the same thing as if somebody were
1: to, like, go to a magician <laughs> and a magician would be like, here, look, just make the card disappear in front of the audience. It's easy. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, yeah, but I need to practice a little bit yes. more. Yes. Show
2: me a few of the ropes before I embarrass myself with a magic yeah. castle. Now, four and a half hours of hiking every day. Every day. And that's, so let's assume that's two and a quarter hours each way. Is that what's happening? Yes. Yeah, some of them were out and backs and other ones
1: were loop, were a loop. So yeah. Okay. So yeah.
2: And at the end of the hike, I mean, it, it, once you reached the destination of the hike, mm-hmm. would you sit down and lunch? Would you tell, uh, make promises to each other, this sort of thing? Oh, no, 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 no. no. There was the, the hike,
1: there, there were, there the hike was not for, for leisure
2: it was pure exercise it was pure exercise so like there's oh. no moment of
1: respite in the hike
2: oh no yeah
1: i mean like i kinda, i was able to like form a little group of friends and we called ourselves the backpackers cuz we were always in the back of the pack and like <laughs> oh, okay, the last okay. to finish and and so forth um but yeah this was not these were not like like enjoy the view they were telling you to enjoy the views over your walkie talkies that they give right. you for survival walkie
2: talkies yes yeah
1: there was walkie talkies did you make use of the walkie talkies I think one, one time I did. I think one time I was just like, w- <laughs> how much longer do we have? <laughs> I, was, I, I really credit the, the staff of this place because it was fantastic. Like, right. the, I really recommend the retreat. Right. However, I'm, I, I'm their challenge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I recognize that. They're
2: kind of, they say, here comes the project.
1: Here comes the project. Um, yeah, like the, basically, I'm the hill for them. <laughs> you know, I'm their mountain to climb. Does this thing have a name? It does. Do you want to say the name? Sure. I mean, I just want to make sure that I've talked about... I feel like you've been very fair to them. Okay, great. I really enjoyed it. Um, It's called The Ranch.
2: The Ranch. Yes. And they also
1: now have one in Italy as well. Oh, interesting. A franchise. A franchise. But yeah. franchisio. I want to make it very, very clear. Highly recommend. Okay. And I'm not their demographic, (laughs) though I tried to be for a little bit. I feel like
2: you are, though. You're someone who is uh in good health you want to lead a healthy lifestyle i want
1: to leave a, lead a healthy lifestyle
2: i feel like you do you're in good shape uh, you're a vibrant person nah. you uh i mean you've given away a yoga block right right uh but you own a yoga mat that sits that is ready for you ready when f- the I time mean, comes i mean it's in the right position there's <laughs> just something on
1: top of it <laughs> right um have you hiked since no yes no. Oh. once Yes, absolutely. I did. I just like recently. um, I went up to Malibu and I
2: did like a hike. Oh,
1: but like it was like six. I guess like five months have passed, so like a lot of the what vegetation has grown burned
2: down. So I'll just charcoal and ash,
1: charcoal and ash. (laughs) So it was like basically scaling a volcano.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh no! Black lung. Yes. is that what that is when you go in the, into the coal into the mine. coal mine? Black lung. Black know, lung. So. Um, okay,
1: so you did go back. I did. I went back up, and I, I mean, like, I did, here's what I. Okay, so my ne- my most recent foray into hiking, I wasn't upset about the um, the non direct path, nor was I upset about the actual like elevation that it requires. Right. I, this time, I was upset about like the like how I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could see my feet. Like the grass was too tall. Oh, sure. And I'm, I'm deathly afraid of snakes. Oh, And right. I just feel like they're... They were probably... I, I saw, like, a snake skin. Oh, on that that's trip. a bad sign. And then, sign. like, when I saw... I've never been more motivated to get through something quickly. Like, I might have broken a world record this last time <laughs> I hiked. Without, like, absorbing any of the scenery, I just <laughs> powered my ass up around this mountain <laughs> filled with like tall tall grass
2: right yeah you see a snake skin and you know a snake is out there in a new outfit oh my God. it's ready to strike it's <laughs> yes. living a new life exactly uh, yeah and snakes are terrifying to me because well because they're dangerous frequently dangerous but also i'll get on a hike and have i won't have thought about it prior to it and then i begin i'll be standing in the weeds or whatever and i start googling my location but by then, yeah. I'm out of service, mm-hmm. and now my mind is just going in every direction.
1: Right. Like, do you have a plan? Let's just say you're in that situation.
2: Right. Do you have a plan that if you get bit by a snake, like, would don't. you know what to do? I simply have no idea. No, neither do I. Um, I hope that my fr- my plan is I hope my friend thought about this. Oh, interesting. Got it. Um, but it's
1: not something you would communicate about beforehand.
2: Oh, I, I, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, My other fear in these tall grasses is a tick. Yes! That's actually... A little bit scarier. Have you ever had a tick? I've never had a tick. Not a great thing to have. No, it's bad. Uh went on a Boy Scout trip in late elementary. Scout. I was about to guess that
1: you were a Boy there Scout There we
2: go. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I hope I I hope I'm constantly radiating my favorite thing in the world. Yes. The feeling of a Boy Scout. Boy Scout of America. <laughs> BS of A. We, we love the BSA. Um no, I got a tick in uh it was in my hair, like in my head. And like the removal process is horrifying. You have to like burn it. You have to like get a match. And burn the tip. Because was like, it wasn't like
1: engorged. Yeah. Oh.
2: And like, I became very sick. Did you get limes? I didn't get, oh, thank God I didn't. I got what's known as Rocky Mountain Fever. Which, <laughs> what a great name for anything. Truly, I think sounds, sounds like a lot of like fun. An, it sounds like an ice cream. <laughs> I have one scoop of Rocky Mountain Fever, please. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect ice cream. Flavor. Uh no, it's a horrible sickness. Not um, <laughs> oh, it was. It's like the worst flu you can have, and then it'll disappear, and then come back.
1: Got it right, uh, yeah.
2: but not Lyme disease. Knock on wood. So wait. So basically, you think you're better, but then it just on. Yeah, like... over the course of like maybe two or three weeks, suddenly like four days have passed, and you felt fine, and suddenly you've got a fever. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's terrible. Listen to those birds screech. I mean, when are we gonna actually tell them we're in a zoomed
1: call and you're just adding in
2: <laughs> I have a huge soundboard that you I'm just you... pressing different buttons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, but they're all bird calls. I have one helicopter and then just every bird, bird you can call. possibly <laughs> And you're really laying it thick on the helicopter too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like take the foot off the kettlebell. <laughs> I know. I don't know if the listener's hearing any of this, but you never know. There you, know is like you
1: you listen back to the recording, and you're going to actually have to go back in
2: like <laughs> <laughs> Actually, draw, sweeten the helicopters, sweeten the birds. Nice. Yeah. Get some grass. No, grasshoppers don't make a noise. Do grasshoppers? No, I think they do, right? They do. Are they, they the ones that rub their legs together? Right. I mean, no, crickets. <laughs> crickets. <laughs> I, is it a cricket, Annalise? Annalise uh, is shaking their head. Yes, think it's a cricket. Lies. Grasshopper probably does make some type of noise. Yeah. Otherwise, why do they exist? If not to, I think they make kind of a clicking noise. I want to say. Oh yeah, maybe that's what it is. Bugs, birds, helicopters—the soundboard does it all. It really does those three things at least. But you didn't get you didn't get a tick. You didn't get bit by a snake.
1: Not, not, no,
2: not that I'm aware of. But right? Yeah. Because
1: I, again, it's it's like so much of that like survivalist first aid is I I've never investigated it despite the the deep fear of it right. all that I have of sort of like what do I do if I approach a. Rabid fox or something <laughs> like I don't even know what I would do because most of it is sort of just cobbled together through like series of like like episodes of television I've watched over the past mm-hmm. thirty years of my life. Yeah, and with a snake bite, I truly feel like I maybe you just lay down and die. Right, because the other alternative that comes to my brain is I want somebody has to suck the poison oh, out of right. it. Right, I'm like I wouldn't even know
2: where to begin, and then do they? It gets in their mouth. Yeah, that seems dangerous. Or then you'd
1: have to start doing that thing where you like cut the tracheal tube and then you stick (laughs) the straw in, and that probably does nothing for the snake bite. But that's what my instinct is: (laughs) is to like literally like cut a hole in someone's (laughs) throat immediately.
2: Go to the tracheal
1: (laughs) immediately. That's usually or like stick the stick the knife in the side (laughs) to relieve the pressure. You know what I'm talking about? Where like they that happens in. I feel like it happens in so many movies and TV shows. You're
2: just laying the groundwork right now for a future uh, criminal case against you for murder where it's like they were bit by a snake and my immediate thought was stab them in the side. (laughs) Cut their throat. Cut their throat. (laughs) It's not my fault that TV taught me these things. Exactly. I mean, mean, you did mention you kind of had a, uh, with your van situation, a panic. Yeah. So you are not someone to be trusted in any high-stakes situation. No, not at all. Do not take this man on a hike. Mm-mm. Do not take him on a helicopter ride. And don't trust me in poker, baby. <laughs> High stakes <laughs> poker
1: can't be trusted.
2: So, this block, should I try it out? Yeah. Do you want to- I,
1: I think what you can do, and I looked at this before I, I came, I think you can get into like a push up position. A push up position.
2: Put your one hand on. Can I put this on the ground? And just kind of okay, one hand on the
1: ground and one hand on the block. So you want to move the block, maybe like here. Yeah, and And then this, and do like a push-up. So this isn't yoga to me. No, this is
2: exercise, right?
1: And so I guess where would how would we use the block?
2: I want to test it as a pillow because it actually looks like it could be not a comfortable pillow in any way. Oh,
1: you know what you could do? Maybe the small of your back, and then
2: like here, yeah, kind of fold. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> is that, that bad? Is not a good Oh, piece. no. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I feel I like there's... This
2: could possibly be...
1: I know. I, maybe you're supposed to have more than
2: one. Maybe and, you could like maybe do oh, something yeah. like this. Like a plank. Does that work? Yeah, I feel like that could be it. But again, I guess I've never done yoga. So, I mean, I can do a child's pose, but that doesn't...
1: I don't feel like the block re- really would what do anything there. Like, why are you holding, holding the block? on to Just it? holding on to the block. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yeah. I mean, there is a diagram that um, I think is on the page where i bought it okay and i kind of just briefly glanced at it <laughs> and i was like oh, okay i think i get it
2: did you test this at all before you brought no it?
1: no i didn't i was i felt i didn't want to give you something
2: used <laughs> even though it's still in it it's still in its package I, I would like to i mean it's still in its plastic wrap but i want to feel yes, the this shrink wrap. actual texture oh yeah, is holding oh, yeah the maybe
1: there's a texture to it that would maybe indicate yeah what to where do with it, needs it to more. go this is
2: oof. yeah this is part of the workout, I think. Is yeah, this is... And then you throw it away. You open it and then just toss it. Oh, it's an... Actually... Is it nice? Very interesting texture. It's almost like a velvety eraser. Feel that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. Let's see if we can... <clears throat> oh,
1: that gives me a little synesthesia.
2: Oh, I, does it yeah, really? I have
1: a thing with like like napkins where like my mouth becomes dry and just touching
2: that made... Oh, no. Yeah. Made my mouth dry a little bit. If I could, if I just continue to do it, it will eventually drive you fully insane. Yeah. Okay. Or at least parched. Fully parched. <laughs> he died in front of me. He died in front of me. He went from Completely fully
1: hydrated dehydrated. to dehydration. <laughs> he died of dehydration in front of you?
2: Why didn't you give him water? Because I was rubbing the, the yoga block. Well, I tried uh, cutting his throat. <laughs> pouring water down his gullet. Well, this is fascinating. I'm very excited to... Uh, use it for something. I hope so. I mean, and please follow up. I mean, I will absolutely. I'll get in touch. I
1: don't know. I don't know exactly like how interactive your 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 listenership is, but I, I would encourage them to tweet at you constantly. Hey, Bridger, how's the how's the yoga block?
0: <laughs> please, stop.
1: Instagram. Honestly, front facing videos, TikTok it. <laughs> Reach out. Reach out. Ask him daily. <laughs>
2: Start some sort of... At least of, uh, for the next 90 days. Whitehouse.gov petition. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, move
2: on. Yeah, change. Wait, org. change.org. Change.org. <laughs> there we go. We got to it. Well, I'm very excited about this, and now it's time, of course, to play a game. Mm. I think we're going to play Giftmaster today. Giftmaster. I'll tell you how it works after you tell me a number. Okay. Between one and ten. All right, I'll tell you what number six. Okay, I have to do some light calculating right now. You can recommend something, you can promote something. You have the mic for some amount of time. You have be to do okay. I have to I have to do calculating. Okay. So I'll be right
1: back. Sure, no problem. Um, I just took a personality test. Actually, it's not a personality test. It's a behavioral test that my friend, who is a therapist, um, recommended to me, and it's all about your. Uh, position within like work collaboration environments. And it's called the DISC test, D-I-C-S-C. And um, I did it. And it's almost, it's very horoscopy in the way that it sort of analyzes your behavior. And I think you can take it online called um, like disk.org. That's definitely not it. But I think if you Google the DISC test, I would highly recommend it. And it really kind of tells you like how the dynamics that you present to the world, what you actually are and how you want the world to see you or something like that. So,
2: it's Perfect interesting.
1: recommendation. Yeah. I mean, I want to try that. It's a, it's pretty, I mean, like you, I mean, I got like a, it's not like just like a BuzzFeed thing where like right. it's a picture of Harry Potter saying, <laughs> like Gryffindor. <laughs> it's heard sort of, uh, it's a, it's, um. it was like a 15 page report.
2: Wow, that's, Incredible.
1: Yeah. And I'm a dot on a circle somewhere in a graph.
2: The last time I took anything like that uh, was the, uh, I went to the Scientology Center and took a personality test. Oh, how'd it go? Well, it was insane. Was it? I mean, the whole situation was truly crazy. Yeah. As you might expect. Well, I find that it's a really great, great organization. Process. Organization. <laughs> Doing no. good work. Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, <laughs> just everything's above board with were the you, Were you at the... I was at the Blue Building. Oh. 24. 15, I mean, now, I, I mean, we don't want to give them too many details. They're going to come after me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get thrown in the cell with uh, Shelly. What's her? Yeah, Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. Shelly, reaching out to you. Um, <laughs> she... T- <laughs> um. This is how Gift Master works. Okay. I'm gonna name three gifts, three okay. things you can give away. Okay. I'm gonna name three celebrities. Okay. You can tell me which celebrity you're gonna give which gift and why. Okay. Does that make perfect sense to you? It makes. It was <laughs> honestly truly efficient the way you're. Just... <laughs> Wonderful. I'm getting better and better. Um, okay. These are the three gifts you'll be giving today. Number one is an ergonomic keyboard. Are you familiar with what this is? Oh, Is this
1: for like people with carpal tunnel?
2: I think it kind of was. It feels like it had its day in the sun in, like, 1998, where yeah. it was kind of a keyboard broken in half with a weird hill in the middle. Right, right, right. I'm not quite sure who it was actually for, but it felt like it had some sort of health benefits, some nebulous right. thing. And it was the same time as those strange trackball mice. Do you remember those? Yes, yes. No one liked that. No. Kind of a Cyclops situation. Um, okay, so an ergonomic keyboard. Number two, and this is a first for this podcast, actually. A listener has suggested a gift, and it's a plastic bag filled with other plastic bags. Thank you, Alexandria. You know, a a grocery store plastic bag, maybe Gelson's, what have you, stuffed with other plastic bags. And finally, a dancer's physique. So the person, you'll, you'll be giving them, you know, an incredible, somebody who's, are we thinking like a TikTok dancer, or are we thinking more like a
1: Cheetah Rivera?
2: I think we're thinking Cheetah. Okay, we're got thinking it. Cheetah here, and you'll be giving them to the following people: uh, number one, Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's uh, at the top of the charts at all times. <laughs> uh, number two, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. All right. Uh, are they happily married? It's impossible to say. I feel like the tabloids are stirring the the simmers. Something's happening in that marriage. Look, I've seen headlines. I've seen them on Us Weekly. I've seen them on the National Enquirer. They host those shows. They host those Netflix shows. So I hope the thing that's happening in their marriage is love. Yes. But uh, who knows what goes on beyond uh, closed doors. Behind closed doors, not beyond closed doors. But that's an interesting new turn of phrase. Beyond
1: closed doors. (laughs) That's pretty exciting. (laughs) Beyond closed doors, Nick and Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, That's their next series.
2: Yeah, beyond, beyond closed doors. <laughs> it's kind of an Unsolved Mysteries thing yeah. hosted by those two. I would watch that show. Yeah. Let them host Unsolved Mysteries. they are going hard on that soundboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just pounding. I'm going to break the soundboard. The birds are singing. I need to get the natural situation happening. Okay, while well, we're off track here. Mm-hmm. So we've got Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. We have Nick and uh, Vanessa Lachey. And finally, we love her. Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Oh my God. Can you even remember the gifts that I said? I feel like we've my soundboarding was. No, I do. I, I believe the gifts were an ergonomic keyboard. Okay. A
1: plastic bag filled with other plastic bags. Yes, yes. And the third one was
2: a dancer's physique. A dancer's physique. Okay. Three gifts on everyone's wish list.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Well, first of all, I mean, I know which one I would want. And <laughs> the so the plastic bags. Yeah, the plastic bags. Let's figure out a way to end this. Um, miserable existence. No, I... All right, well, my first my first thought going right in, like uh, the ergonomic keyboard is going to go to Nick and Vanessa now that I know that there's possible trouble in paradise because I think it lends itself to two hands typing. Oh, interesting. So one, one could be the home keys on the right, one could be the home keys on the left. And I think that could be like a really lovely... Moment where like maybe like uh, a therapist or even just a friend would suggest typing an email together or <laughs> responding to a tweet, commenting on an Instagram together, and and just sort of deciding together what to write, and then knowing that they could type it, and so just them hovering <laughs> over this ergonomic
2: keyboard together. Every marriage should start with an ergonomic keyboard. Write them vows on it, baby. <laughs> Two hearts beating as one. Yes. Two fingers. <laughs> Typing. <laughs> Home row, here we come. Nick, you take the left. I'll take the right. Yes. Let's uh, write these divorce papers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you take that to couples therapy. Yes. The therapist is watching you, guiding you. What a gorgeously given gift to those two. It is. It's really thoughtful, I think. <laughs> it's I mean, the most I,
1: thoughtful thing I've ever heard. Well, because I can imagine also giving them just one thing together as a unit. They would be surprised. And then I think right. to open it up and see that, I bet you, I wonder if there's something, I think something would trigger, maybe like right out of the gate, like they could kind of realize that this is this is something deeper <laughs> than just for your carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, uh perfectly given gift. okay, thank you. So now we've got two remaining items and two remaining celebrities um
1: yeah i um would it's it's interesting because i when giving somebody a dancer's physique is interesting specifically with these two the to, responsibility, the responsibility, the lack of food <laughs> I, I don't I don't wish that on anyone right. however, the strong core, strong core, and I believe when I think of these two superstars Dua Lipa and Annette Benning that they both already contain multitudes of the dancer's physique right right but what I'm gonna go now and include is the arthritis that comes (laughs) along with it a dancer's physique and for that Just because I feel like she's riding too high, I'm going to give it to (laughs) Duel.
2: Weaken those knees. Weaken those knees. Give her a life in toe
1: shoes. Yes. Frequent trips to the Cairo, (laughs) (laughs) Practor. Cairo.
2: I tried to abbreviate it, but then I was like, Cairo's... Anyway, Cairo. frequent trips to Cairo. Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting pun work that a chiropractor could work with there. Yeah. Egyptian theme. <laughs> feels like they're, yes. you're getting into some bad territory as a chiropractor. Yeah, that
1: feels like it'll only be Coming back in a bad way, right? Yeah,
2: but chiropractors—that's an idea for you. Yeah, I think the um, I think a dancer's physique would go to would
1: go to Dua Lipa though, and for that that regard, interesting. And just because
2: I also I I really
1: appreciate the the work she's already put in, right? And then I think to have, I think what a lovely reward even more to just i'm assuming that this 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 dancer's physique would be permanent as yes well. it
2: is i feel like an eternal dancer's physique okay got up it. until moment of death yes up until uh, moment. now the I, body becomes kind of a gelatinous mess yes exactly and as then, most then, as we know of what happens when you die
1: yes true and your bones become dust and yes that, and so i think um I think, I think what a fun challenge it would be for, for Dua Lipa to... And what, a, what an interesting platform it would be for her to, to really be the face of arthritis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a song in Dua about arthritis. I mean, it's a, it, it, you are giving her a challenge.
1: Yes, exactly. I'm giving her a challenge only because I think she can rise to it. Right. And She's arthritis is no joke, you know. Right. I, will, I will succumb to it. I'm, I'm positive. I crack I we my knuckles, will. my terrible posture. None of us is using an ergonomic keyboard. No. Well, they went out of style. We got the last <laughs> one, and we gave it to Nick and Vanessa to save
2: their Those marriage. Those will be the two that save uh, the rest of us from arthritis. Yes, exactly. Those two have got to work it out. They've got to work it out. Okay, well then, Annette is getting... <laughs> Annette's getting a, a plastic bag filled with other plastic bags. And the more I
1: think about it, the more I'm the most excited about this one. because. I believe you can give Annette Bening any material, and she'll elevate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. It's absolutely true. That is true. such a beautiful thing. Uh, it Annette, is. are you hearing this? You need to hear this. I know you need to
1: hear this, Annette. Shelley, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know Annette. Look, I Annette, I I there's there's the intensity in your eyes, the. Grace in your performance. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, what you would be able to do with this bag full of plastic bags <laughs> would only surprise us and delight us because your performance in 20th Century Woman, so the good. Kids, are all right, kids are all right. Postcards from the Edge. She does it all. She does and it she all. She does it all with grace. She does it all with grace and with style. <laughs> and she does it in a way that makes me excited for whatever comes next whatever project. So, I would honestly say Annette, when I give you this, I'm going to give you this in a room filled with nothing else. It's just you, this bag filled <laughs> of plastic bags, I'm locking the door. It's a warehouse. It's a warehouse and
2: I'll see you tomorrow because I know it's whatever you've produced is going to be excellent. I think that's beautiful and I will also just add and this is nothing but a compliment to Annette. Absolutely, someone who has a bunch of plastic bags under her sink. Oh yeah, right. She's that person that's saving the here, plastic bags. Here, let me get bags. them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, it's fine. I can just throw it in here. We can just throw it in here. Got some oranges from the backyard. It's fine. Yeah, I got some
1: oranges from the backyard. I have some, this is salami I got from the farmers market. Do you? I'm just going to give you some of it. I I swear I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. I'm trying to get off red meat. I'm trying, I'm trying to get off flecked meat. Fat-flecked
2: meat. (laughs) But Warren, that's all he eats. Warren only eats logs of salami. 100%. He doesn't slice them. No, he's just gnawing on that thing in front of the TV. A hundred percent. Like a dog eating a carrot. (laughs) I I mean, maybe the best played uh, round of this game I've ever seen. No. So beautifully done. Do you really mean that? That was Nick and Lachey at the keyboard, Mm -hmm. if I've ever seen it.
0: Mm -hmm. Just
2: gorgeously done. Wonderful. Okay, we're headed into the final segment of the podcast. People are screaming. They don't want the brakes to be hit, but I'm, I'm tapping the brakes on this van. Um, this oh, is called I Said No Emails. It was triggering. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. Oh, yeah. I want to keep you on your edge, uh, on the edge. I'm having a hard time. It's the birds. It's, my, it's me pushing all these buttons on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, if you weren't so focused on the soundboard, I feel like... <laughs> um, I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. These people are begging for answers. (laughs) They're out there. They need answers. They need answers to social situations, to gift situations. Their lives are falling apart. I swoop in. My guest swoops in. We carry them to gift heaven, and we answer the question. So let's start with this. This says, Dear Bridger and Fabulous Guest, which that's a nice thing to say about somebody. How do they know? Um, I know you said no emails, but I desperately need your gifting advice. My friend and I live across the country from each other, and uh, and we had babies about three months apart. Her second and my first. Okay, it's not a competition. Um, she mailed me a baby gift. However, I haven't sent her one yet. Uh, exclamation point! Uh, when it was the appropriate time to send the gift, I was self-absorbed with my newborn. Now her baby is about six months old. Is it too late to send a gift? If not, what should I send? Thank you in advance. Julie, 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 Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie. Julie does not know how to have a baby. No. Uh, she had this baby, and it immediately distracted her from everything else going on in her life, including, did she say her best friend? Well, She's, her best
1: friend who had the baby, their
2: second. Second baby, which is kind of old news. Um, Julie, okay, first of all, let's just get a nice concise answer for Julie, and then we can get into it. Do not send the gift. I'm going to just say, act like you don't even know the baby. Don't acknowledge the baby. Not don't only do not send a gift, baby. Yeah. act like you've, it never happened. That's the only clean way out of this situation. It's just to... It's just truly hitting the escape key on the ergonomic keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> when Julie, the next time you, this baby comes, you're in a room with this baby, don't even look. The baby is invisible to you. Right. That, I would say, is probably the cleanest way out of this because you've made a huge mistake. You should have sent a gift immediately. Yeah. Uh, this is your best friend, and. But I mean, who knows what else is happening to? Okay, she didn't say best friend. She just said friend. So maybe it's someone she actually hates. Uh, but let's well, assume maybe that friend they, they, she has lover. to examine.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
2: say. there's a lot that we can assume. Right. I can assume whatever I want.
1: Now I'm going Now here's the thing. I really, I actually agree that that is the approach that I would take. Just do not acknowledge. Or do baby. not acknowledge. Completely retreat into <laughs> my own self. And the world that exists six inches away from my eyeballs, <laughs> and then refuse to ever really participate in that person's life or that baby's life ever again. Right. Because right. you've missed the window. That's the way <laughs> I would feel. Yeah. So I actually feel like the advice that I mean I'm hearing myself when you talk. <laughs> my advice to her though is that maybe the gift that needs to be given is the gift of compassion toward herself. Oh to herself. Okay, okay, so good, good. Really? We need to stop thinking about the worrying about the gift because you have a new fucking baby.
2: <laughs> you have a new baby that you're yeah. obsessed with. Absolutely yes, presumably. I'm assuming. I, I mean, but I mean it seems like she's kind of moved Consumed past the baby. She's it. now thinking about gifts. She for all we know, she forgot about her baby. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. That's something. Right. She got into the email and started typing, and baby is old news to her. Yeah. yeah. Six ba- months old, it's like, okay, we, we've seen all of your tricks. Exactly. We, wait, grow up and do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to be like a fourth grader, to do something fun, uh, do a book report. Yeah, do a book report.
1: Let me help you with the book report. Let me help. Let me, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was going to say... Um, yeah, I would say that maybe um, maybe what you do is you just kind of also do uh, the classic. When I see you, girl, I'm taking you out for
2: dinner. <laughs> because I know you don't have any babies. Because I know you don't have any babies. I'm not aware of any babies in your life. So we've, yeah. we're going to have a girls' night. Yes. We're going to have fun. And it's just going to be like when we were in college as best friends and potentially former lovers. Yes. I really love this narrative. Yeah, uh, I think that's perfect. and that. And then again if we do need to give the baby a gift mm-hmm. if Julie wants to give the baby baby a gift I think you wait 20 to 30 years right and you appear in the baby's life and you say you don't know me yeah but I know you and I've known you since you were <laughs> yes I've been biding my time mm-hmm. and I'm ready to be your mom. <laughs> Whoa. I think that's a perfect solution to the situation. Interesting.
1: Just kind of really coming in. So this is 30 years.
2: 30 years in. So the baby is now 30. Uh, 30-year-old baby. 30-year-old looking baby. Looking for
1: mommy. Looking for mommy. <laughs> lost in lost in six flags. <laughs>
2: Uh, belly full of hot dogs, belly full of hot cakes. dogs and funnel cakes. <laughs> uh, needs a ride home, and here comes Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie. You don't know me, <laughs> but I know you, <laughs> and I'm ready to be your mom. Julie, at this point, is I assume 85, 90 years old. Yes, assuming Julie, uh, assuming 50 she now. had a baby at 60, <laughs> um, which I think is a fair assumption as well. She's potentially some sort of record holder. Mm-hmm. And she's been having the time of her life, and now she's at Six Flags. She adopts baby, 30 years old, and gives her that ride home that she so desperately needs.
1: That's a beautiful story. And that's what a gorgeous
2: interview. tale. What a gorgeous tale. Don't you want that, Julie? <laughs>
1: Picture that moment. You driving home a baby who's 30 years old that you've never met from a Six Flags. Sick to her stomach. Sick to her stomach with funnel cake <laughs> and hot dogs. I mean, (laughs) but like, but you were there for her in that moment. And that's more than any gift you could ever give somebody. It was anything her mother ever gave her because she was so
2: focused on baby one. Exactly. Her mother left her at a goddamn Six Flags. (laughs) This 30-year-old helpless baby. She was raised by Six Flags employees. It's Uh, kind of a Mowgli situation. Absolutely. She's the king of the jungle. She is. And of Medusa's twist.
1: Which I can only assume.
2: <laughs> if there's not a roller coaster called Medusa's Twist, six flags should be shut they down. They should, or at least gotten rid of one of their flags. <laughs> Perfect. Julie, if none of that works for you, then don't write in again. Um, They've like gotten rid of one of their flags means like they get rid of. Can we edit? No. <laughs> uh I can't imagine we're going to top that advice in any you other think email. So? That, I mean, we did such a perfect job. Julie's life is solved. All Baby's right. life is solved. Um, solutions are what we're here for. Interesting. This was a really, really
1: cool experience being on the show because it started out as like a really fun conversation and it turned into us giving this life advice <laughs> that I was like, wow, it just feels right. It
2: feels as, I mean, you got out of this what you did could never have gotten from the ranch in seven days. Look, no. you're not speaking poorly of the ranch. No. The ranch. Because I don't want this them to is come. my for opinion. Me. <laughs> that is, a, that is a, an ecosystem up there that is thriving. If the ranch wants to come for me, come get me, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm starting the motorcycle, I'm turning on meatloaf. Yeah. It's blasting. The neighbors can hear their screaming, turn it down. The ranch. We know you have Shelly Miscavige. <laughs> That's where she, she is. is. She's at the ranch. She thought it was going to be seven days, and it's been 14 years. <laughs> Her husband's off riding a motorcycle with Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. The situation gets worse and worse with each passing day. Yeah. Somebody save Shelly. Exactly. Brandon, I've had a wonderful time with you here I've today. I've had a wonderful time, too. And I now have the uh, a block that can do whatever i want to do. It's truly a building block. It can prop up my computer while i'm on Zoom.
1: Honestly, maybe that's what
2: it's for. Yoga 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 equipment is meant for the office. I I've always said that. In this post or what is the mid-pandemic world, mm-hmm. we need as many things for our offices as we can get.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that just made me depressed for a second. Mid-pandemic. <laughs> you're right. No, because you're not wrong.
2: You're I right. I hate that i even said that. No, I apologize to true. listener. And non-listener listener? alike. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I apologize to listener. Oh no,
2: <laughs> something's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the listener, it's the end of the podcast. Right. We've got to wrap it up. We've got to send them on their way. Uh, listener, I don't know what your what's next for you today. I hope it's something exciting. I hope you are staying hydrated. We're deep summer. I hope you've got your summer jam ready to go next. Who knows what it'll be? Dua Lipa's arthritis? <laughs> yeah. It could be. Uh, it's, up to, it's basically up to one person, and that's Dua. But this is the end of the podcast. I have to let you go. Uh, the birds have stopped. I'm going to stop. Well, the birds haven't stopped, but you probably can't hear that one. <laughs> Please move on with your day. I love you. Goodbye. I said no gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I said no gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts?
0: Perfectly clear When you're a guest In my home